0: Hey there, friends, Nicole here, coming to you with a very special episode. We have had such a great time on this podcast. I've loved getting to read your reviews and your comments and the way that this has been encouraging and helpful to you as you encounter God through scripture. And we are really excited for what we have coming for you in 2021. But until then, we wanted to share with you an episode from my own podcast called Let's Be Real. That podcast focuses on healthy relationships, healthy relationships, Relationship with yourself, with God, and with others. And this is an episode that kicked off a series on boundaries. Boundaries are about the healthy ways that we say yes and no in life so that we can experience freedom and abundance in what God's called us to. So if you want to listen to this episode and you enjoy it, you can head over to Let's Be Real and finish off with the other uh, episodes in this series. I hope that you have an amazing advent and a very Merry Christmas. And I look forward Forward to catching you again in 2021. No, thank you. No, I can't do that for you. No, not at this time. Somehow, no feels like the worst bad word in the dictionary, and you don't know how to use it. And you don't know when it's okay to just be like, no, that's not going to work for me. Um, and a lot of times, underneath that nice disorder is this paralyzing fear of standing up for yourself, um, that this, if you were to express yourself, you will be immediately rejected. And there is a sense that you are worshiping the approval, need for approval, that you cannot possibly imagine living without that approval. And that is actually the deeper place of wounding and healing that's needed is from there.
1: Welcome to Let's Be Real, a completely honest, entirely practical conversation about how to live our lives with freedom, purpose, and abundance. Popular author and communicator Nicole Yunus brings her 20 years of experience as a counselor, pastor, and coach to a real conversation about the tricky questions and tough decisions in life and how to find clarity in action no matter what obstacle you may face. Have a topic to suggest or a tricky situation you need help with? We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email or voice memo to nicole at com. We might feature you on the show. And now here's your host, Nicole Unis.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Be Real podcast. My name is Nicole, and I am your host, guest, guide, everything all in one. Really, this is just an opportunity for you and I to have a conversation about things that are happening in our lives and things that we care about, but maybe don't have the time or the space or sort of know how to engage. And I have been really excited about this episode and this next few episodes that we'll be doing because I have found that the conversation we are about to have is one of the absolute crucial parts Of Becoming a person who is joyful and free and it's actually kind of a rigorous journey to find that freedom and that joy and that's why it's so worth talking about because it's it's not easy Um, and the thing we're going to be talking about is boundaries boundaries you know about them you've heard about them. Chances are there's some people in your life or all the people in your life that you have this ongoing kind of tense back and forth where you feel frustrated, they feel frustrated. You're not sure why. You know that boundaries are a thing, but maybe you just don't know how to implement them in your life. It might be about a work relationship, a demanding boss that you just can't seem to make happy and you just you feel your blood pressure rise when you're in their presence. It could be the ongoing issues with your in laws. You don't know how to have a peaceful visit. You don't know how to express what you want in that relationship, and it doesn't seem to be okay to express what you want. It can be about a friend who you enjoy, but they always seem to need more from you. They always seem kind of disappointed in what you can give, and it's exhausting but you don't know what to do about it. You find yourself wanting to distance from them because you just don't know how to engage in the conversation. So in the next few weeks, we're going to be talking all about boundaries and how to be a peaceful, joyful person with your yes and with your no. And to help you along the way, I've put together a free boundaries assessment for you that you can take as you listen to the series. So what I want you to do is download it on my website, and then you can jump back into the conversation. It will make this whole topic come to life for you. You can find that boundaries assessment by going to my website, NicoleUnis.com slash boundaries, and grab that now. It's going to give you a free quiz to work through about your own life, and then you can come back in and listen to the series. So as we kick off on today's show, I'm going to be talking about what boundaries are, why we need them and why they're so difficult to enforce. Where does that come from? If this is so good, and if this is what makes our lives feel free and full, then why in the world are they so hard to enforce? We're going to talk about that a little bit. And then next week, we'll be talking about how we can actually identify red light issues in other people that um, they that keep us from feeling safe, and that may be boundary violations that make it difficult for us to understand how to hold our own boundaries. And then after that, we're going to talk about some practice. So if you have questions for the show, if you have a sticky situation or a difficult relationship, for sure let me know about it so we can bring it up on the show. But today I'm going to share some things from my own life and my own experiences in uh, counseling and having clients and teams and what it looks like when these boundaries are not working out. So let's talk about what boundaries are to get started. Um, So this is a simple definition of boundaries. Boundaries define what is yours and what is not yours. Now that seems easy, right? Boundaries define what is yours and what is not yours. It is easy to see boundaries in the physical world. We have our bodies, and we know where our bodies begin and end. We know that when I extend my hand to someone else, even if I touch their hand, their body still stays their body. My body stays my body. We can see those in the physical world. In the spiritual and emotional world, it can be harder to find that place where I end. and someone else begins. Boundaries are about keeping us safe. It's saying, what am I entitled to as a human being? And I'm allowed to have, um, I love, I'll talk about Henry Cloud and John Townsend a lot who wrote a book called Boundaries. It's my number one like go-to. There's a workbook, there's a online sort of community. There's a lot of help in this area. So I am not an expert. I'm a fellow journeyer through this process. So I'm gonna refer a lot to analogies that they use that I have found super helpful over the years. So one of those analogies that they use is boundaries are like the fence around your property. Boundaries have gates that open and close, but there is an actual line. There's a space of where that fence lives. And that fence is about things like, I am entitled to my opinion. I, I'm allowed to, to have an opinion. I'm entitled to say yes and no to things that I want and that I don't want. I'm entitled to um, to express my needs in relationships. Um, i am entitled to give a sense of what um i what and who i want to be in the world i'm a, i'm allowed to have those thoughts and i'm allowed to express those thoughts and bring those to the world now that may seem so obvious like of course we have that but the reality is many of us were raised in a way that said no you're not allowed to have any boundaries, you're not allowed to have those things. Um, I'm entitled to my own emotions, to my, my experiences of the world and of people. All of those things are part of what belongs within you. But because in many ways we have not learned how to do that, and it actually is—it takes some—it takes some learning and some teaching and some growing to actually experience what those boundaries are. Because a lot of us, we just haven't experienced that. It, it does feel foreign. We're, we're not sure. And we look around. We're like, "Am I entitled to this opinion? Am I allowed to say what I'm saying? Am I am I allowed to express what my needs are and ha- and want those needs uh, and offer you know an opportunity in my relationship for those needs to be met? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Boundaries are about what we are ridiculously in charge of in our life. Boundaries are about creating and designing a life that we want. They define what is me and what is not me. So why do we need boundaries? We need boundaries because boundaries allow us to take responsibility for the right things and live in freedom. Boundaries allow us to set a course for our life and to create safety for ourselves and for others. Now, let's talk about this a little bit because I think people are like, safety, I'm safe. Some of us have not been safe, frankly, in life. And um, some of us have not experienced what it means to feel safe, especially um, psychological safety. Safety is being with a person who says what they mean and does what they say. That's what integrity is. It's the ability to say, I am able to tell you that the words that come out of my mouth, I will back them up with action. I don't do double talk. Double talk is when a person is saying one thing, but they're going to do something else. If you've ever gotten a backhanded compliment, um, then you know what that means to say one thing, but it actually feels like something else. A backhanded compliment is something like, that dress actually makes you look thin. I think anytime someone uses the word actually, um, you're getting a little bit of an insult mixed with a compliment. Maybe it's when you say to a loved one, what's wrong? And they're like, nothing's wrong, but everything in their actions tells you that something is wrong. Do you understand how when words don't match our actions, it does not feel safe? Because we can't Uh, we can't interpret what it looks like to be loved. And when a backhanded compliment or words that don't match actions come out of us, what that says to the recipient is, I don't know if I can trust what this person's saying. I don't know if I can trust what this person's doing. And when that happens over and over again, as you can imagine, we can get confused about what it looks like to be in relationship with a person, we also may find ourselves doing the exact same thing. Passive aggressiveness is another example of a lack of integrity. If I'm not able to confront directly the issue in front of me, but instead it comes out in sort of snide criticisms or distance or frostiness in the relationship, what I'm saying is I've told you that I'm fine, but my actions tell you that I am not fine. Those are environments where we don't feel safe, because we can't quite know our standing with another person. And it's very, very common to do this. And there's reasons that we do it. It happens to us. And honestly, we do it to other people all the time. A lot of this is a deep fear of actually confronting other people and confronting ourselves with reality, with honesty, with candor. And so instead, we've got to put all of that negative stuff somewhere else or or we have to try to get what we want in a sideways manner. And that kind of relating is is very, it creates a lot of anxiety and it creates a strangeness that does not create an environment where people are the healthiest that they can be. That's just the, the best way I can put it for now. So we need these boundaries because they truly are the way that we can live in freedom and create Psychological and emotional and physical safety for ourselves, and also create that safety for other people. When you are a person who knows how to live with boundaries and enforce your boundaries, you make the world safer for the people around you. When people know that you are going to mean what you say and that you're going to do what you say, they begin to trust the words that come out of your mouth. They can trust you. So if you say, for instance, to a friend, um, I will not repeat what you've told me. And then your friend realizes you actually don't repeat what they've told you. They feel safe because they know that the words that you come out of your mouth and the actions actually match. Now, none of us are 100% um Integrated, 100% able to do that because we're sinful people with limitations and failures. But part of being a person with healthy boundaries also is about knowing how to apologize and knowing how to repent. So that is why um, boundaries can be so helpful to us. And when you think, when we talk about boundaries and we start thinking about confronting bad behavior in ourselves and in other people and enforcing what we really want and need for a lot of us, that feels scary. That just is, is scary to consider. So I want to give you a vision for what boundaries can mean for you. Boundaries mean that you can live a life where you can live up to the words that you say. Boundaries are a way way that you begin to be safe for yourself. Do you know some of us are just not even safe for ourselves? Because we don't have a lot of confidence or worth in ourself, we end up reacting to the world, and it's like the fence just blew over like our own our own fence, or we've never even built a fence around what is ours. and so we we don't feel safe for ourselves. We haven't even taught ourselves how to feel safe, how to know like you have the power and the freedom. To confront behavior, to say what is okay with you and what is not okay with you, you have the power to back that up. You have the power to leave difficult circumstances or relationships if needed. Like you don't have to live like you are a prisoner to yourself. And when we've never built a fence or our fence is um, constructed in a way that does not allow bad out and good in, when our fence doesn't have the right gates that we're able to control, where we can let people in to our area, to ourselves, and we can also let bad things out and enforce bad things out. When we've never done that, we're actually not safe for ourselves. We're not able to construct the life that we want. And so this this idea of freedom and fullness and joy and peace feels so, so far off. So I want to give you a vision to know that boundaries can be the thing that is needed between you and the life that you want, and that you have the power to understand boundaries, to practice them, to learn how to put them in your life in a way that may require some changes in some relationships, but also will create that space where you can become the person that you want to become. So why are these difficult? Let's talk about what makes it hard to do this. Because again, like I said, this is sort of nebulous. It's invisible. It's not like our physical body. It's a. It's an emotional and spiritual experience. But why is it so hard to enforce? So I want to talk about three reasons why it might be difficult for you to know your boundaries and enforce your boundaries. So the first one I like to call the NICE disorder. <laughs> The nice disorder is this like deep desire to always be nice, and man, this comes from so many places. It can come from our upbringing. It can come from our temperament. It can come from a deep fear within us of being rejected, um, or of being disapproval, uh, of being disapproved of. It can come from a deep need of needing acceptance and belonging and not thinking that if we are anything but nice, we will have that acceptance and belonging that may have been reinforced in our life from some early experiences where we learned or we sort of picked up the idea that if I am anything but nice, I will be rejected. So the nice disorder to me is this consistent pattern of subjugating your own needs to meet the needs of others. So it's often to the detriment of your own physical, emotional, or relational needs. So the idea here, and this can be something that we 100% picked up, as well in faith, if you were raised in the church, if you were raised particularly in the South where um, I am now. I was not raised in the South, but have lived here for a while. And one thing I've realized, particularly for women, is there is this sense of um, it is selfish to have your own needs. But the really crazy thing about that is that if you don't meet your own needs over time, you are less of a person. You actually have less to give anyone else. And what happens too is there is usually an erosion of physical and emotional health when you have not had any of your own needs met. You've probably, you can probably think of someone that you know who was like this. They're constantly putting others before themselves. Um, they're, they're always serving and over serving. They're constantly exhausted. And what I found particularly when, um, particularly women, come to a time where they sort of hit a wall is that they often have lost touch with who they really are and their unique contribution to the world and what they bring. And they've lost touch with any limits. Um, Any sense of that I am only one person and I can't meet all these needs. And they often have started to carry other people's burdens for them. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Like that, that they've learned that somehow other people's responsibilities are their responsibilities. So they're not carrying their own load, but they're carrying other people's stuff. And guess what? Those other people aren't growing because they're not handling their own stuff. So that can be like, A constant pattern that leads to burnout. Burnout in relationships, um, burnout in priorities, burnout in joy because those needs have been so great. And there's been this idea within you that you can meet all those people's needs. And not only that you can meet them, but it's your responsibility to meet all of these needs that it just kind of ends with a crash and burn. And that crash and burn is often a place where healthy boundaries can be rebuilt. But the nice disorder is just that consistent pattern. Uh, Another way you can know if you're suffering from the nice disorder is if you have a total aversion to the word no. No, thank you. No, I can't do that for you. No, not at this time. Somehow no feels like the worst bad word in the dictionary and you don't know how to use it and you don't want to know when it's okay to just be like, no, that's not going to work for me. Um, and a lot of times underneath that nice disorder is this paralyzing fear of standing up for yourself. um, That this if you were to express yourself, you will be immediately rejected. And there is a sense that you are worshiping the approval, need for approval, that you cannot possibly imagine living without that approval. And that is actually the deeper place of wounding and healing that's needed is from there. And there's a way to kind of address those boundaries and start start working toward that to come closer to that wound and to begin to have it be healed. Because when you're operating like your life will fall apart if you are rejected in any way, you are a slave to everyone else's demands. And we were not created for that. Um, We were created to find our love and acceptance with our spiritual parent, our Heavenly Father. And if we have given that away to other people who are fickle and who change and who are sinful, then we have no choice truly. If we've given that power away, we have no choice but to react to the needs of the people around us in order to, quote unquote, keep that love. And in reality, that's not even love. And oftentimes we have people in our lives who want to love us, but because we're living in this reactive state and not being actually true and honest, they don't even really have a chance to love us anyway, because we're not giving them anything except our reaction to everyone else's needs. So that was heavy. Anyone out there suffering from the NICE disorder? I think we all have experienced this in one way or another. Okay, what else would make it difficult to enforce your boundaries? Another way that might be difficult is from your upbringing. You may have been taught um, that responsibilities that weren't yours were yours to carry. Uh, this often happens. Again, we are raised by parents who are fallible and sinful, and even the best intention can often carry with it some of these wounds within. And one of those wounds can be being responsible for things that aren't yours to be responsible for. This can happen, for instance, if you were raised by a single parent and they found a lot of their emotional needs being met by you, then you may have learned early on that you were supposed to meet emotional needs and that you needed to not not have your own needs so that you could meet the needs of a parent. And that is a dynamic that will impact you in your adulthood and that you'll carry forward with you. Um, You may have had a situation where someone in your family was ill or chronically ill and there was a need to take care of them. And that is not a bad thing. But it may have taught you some things about what is your responsibility and what is not your responsibility that you're carrying into your adulthood. Um, You may have had your boundaries consistently violated in a way that made you not understand and what safety and freedom could look like. Um, consistently violated boundaries can mean things like it was not okay to have feelings. If someone said, if you said, wow, that hurts, and a parent says back to you, no, that doesn't hurt. Um, you weren't allowed to find yourself within those relationships, and so you're still looking to find yourself. Um, a lot of times when these things happen to us as kids, instead of building that fence that we talked about, which creates healthy boundaries, we build a wall. We actually build a solid wall between our hearts and ourselves and other people. And that solid wall feels good because we're protecting ourselves. We basically withdraw ourselves from relationship. And it feels good for a time because it feels safe. But what happens with a wall, um, if we create that wall, it means that good things can't can't get in. Bad Bad things can't get in, but good things can't get in either. If we've taken away the essence of who we really are, that part of us that needs to be loved and supported and accepted, especially as children, and we, because of wounds, have distanced ourselves and created that wall, then that good doesn't come in either. And we can end up feeling very lonely and very isolated and very unsure that we um, are good (laughs) as kids, just basic are good. So if that wall has been built, bad stuff can't get out. So some of the things you might be believing about yourself can't get out. You don't have those healthy relationships to encourage and support you, but also good things can't get in. So no one really knows who you really are. And so that wall that was used for safety when you were a kid has become unhelpful now as an adult. And that's oftentimes because you've had your boundaries violated and you don't know what it looks like to have a fence and what's okay to have and what's not okay. So um, a third thing that can impact you is your own temperament. And your own sin, just like you and your stuff, um, your own temperament. You know, some of us are born just ready to take on the world, and we are rolling over, over people's boundaries all the time. We want people to do what we want them to do, and we will get them to come along with us regardless of what they want. So we're we're we have a temperament that's so strong that we can often violate other people's boundaries without knowing it. Some of us have a temperament that's more toward fear, and we're very sensitive to what other people want, and so in that sensitivity and fear, we don't know how to express our own yes and our no. And we go along usually with some of those strong temperament. People. So in our temperaments, we hurt one another. In our own sin, we hurt one another. We, it, it's not because we want to necessarily, although sometimes hurt is intentional, but we just do out of our own kind of understanding of this is what I want, out of our own real selfishness. That's a real thing. And a big part of boundaries is taking responsibility for our own sin. It's taking responsibility for ourselves and our own part. And when that looks like a person who's been fearful or has been doing things out of approval, You have to take responsibility for that too. Um, A lot of times that's a place where we feel like we've been a victim and we're not responsible for what's happened to us. But there comes a point in your life as an adult where you decide... I may have been hurt in the past, but I no longer have to live by that hurt. Or I may have been a person who suffers from the nice disorder, but that's actually not nice because I'm allowing people to use me in a way that is not freeing. It's not loving. I'm responsible for that. So either side, whether you're a person who busts through people's boundaries or you're a person who allows other people to violate your boundaries, there comes a point where we have to say, I am ridiculously responsible for my own life. I am responsible for my emotional health. I'm responsible for my physical health. I'm responsible for expressing um, my needs and creating and designing a life that works um, toward that end, not out of selfishness, not out of selfish gain, but out of actually a deep desire to love well and to live in a way that brings joy to other people. Have you ever been around a person who was super bitter and really like, angry and just they didn't know it? (laughs) Have you you been around a person who is super anxious, but they didn't know it? And you're around them and you're like, it is uncomfortable to be with you. Like This person is not comfortable in their own skin. This person is not comfortable in this world. Generally, that's a person who's had their boundaries violated, who's violating other people's boundaries, or who hasn't learned what it looks like to have that healthy fence. And you may have this like kind of sneaking feeling like they're not safe. And what that means is it's a person who hasn't learned how to live up and in to their words and their actions in a way that creates that place where you're like, I know who this person is and I I know what to expect from them. That's really the goal of boundaries is to be that kind of person. We want to be that person at work. We want to be that person in our marriages. We want to be that person as a parent. None of us is going to do it perfectly, but all of us can start to grow toward that end. So there you go. What are boundaries? How do we enforce them? Why are they hard? I haven't really given you anything yet on how to how to actually enforce them, but that's coming. And if this is a topic that you know is really valuable for you and something that you need, I want to encourage you to check out boundaries.me, boundaries.me. This is Henry Cloud's kind of ongoing online community, very cost-effective, very affordable, short little videos with all of the different topics that get covered in boundaries. I'm just scratching the surface. I'm just getting you interested. If you want more, that's a great resource for you. Okay, guys, next week, we're going to talk more about boundaries, what it means to have a burden versus our own load, and how do we handle red light issues in other people. Talk to you then.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Let's Be Real with Nicole Eunice. We'd love to hear from you. Have a topic to suggest or a tricky situation you need help with? Send us an email or a voice memo to nicole at com and we may feature you on the show. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an
0: episode. Hey there, friends. Nicole here coming to you with a very special episode. We have had such a great time on this podcast. I've loved Getting to read your reviews and your comments, and the way that this has been encouraging and helpful to you as you encounter God through scripture. And we are really excited for what we have coming for you in 2021. But until then, we wanted to share with you an episode from my own podcast called Let's Be Real. That podcast focuses on healthy relationships, healthy relationship with yourself, with God, and with others, and this is an episode that kicked off a series on boundaries. Boundaries are about the healthy ways that we say yes and no in life so that we can experience freedom and abundance in what God's called us to. So if you want to listen to this episode and you enjoy it, you can head over to Let's Be Real and finish off with the other Uh, episodes in this series. I hope that you have an amazing Advent and a very Merry Christmas, and I look forward to catching you again in 2021.
1: This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.